So Hebrews 10 verses 19 through 25 and continuing this idea of harvest on mission, working through our vision statement. And we're still in the first half. This is actually our last week of the first half of the vision statement. We want to see all people walking together with God, bearing fruit for his kingdom. So how do we walk together with God? We've been looking at a number of different ideas. And this week, this is how I want to summarize it. I show up and I join the conspiracy for love and good deeds. You know, I think there is such a thing as a ministry of attendance. Um, when we gather, when we come together, when we uh, come together as a people. So let's look at the, 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 this passage. There's a lot of amazing stuff in it. Verse 19, he says, Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, um, so much just came before this. Chapter 9 is one of the most incredible passages within Hebrews where we see uh, the imagery of what happens in uh, Leviticus with the Day of Atonement actually gets recreated in a, uh, in a heavenly form, um, but once and for all by the blood of Jesus Christ. Incredible passage. Since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, it's saying so much there. Talking about the temple. Remember we saw in Mark about how the curtain to the holy of holy was torn from the top all the way to the bottom. The moment Jesus died, symbolizing and making it clear that access to the presence of God is now possible. It's available to us. Now, one question that we should ask ourselves as modern Christians that don't worship at a temple anymore, it says, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, so where is that? That's a question we need to ask. By the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is through his flesh. And since we have a great high priest over the house of God, so we've got two reasons we can have confidence. Number one, the sufficiency of the blood of Jesus Christ. And number two, that he is our high priest uh, interceding on our behalf in heaven. Since we have a great high priest over the house of God, let us draw near. So the command now to draw near. We we're told to enter already with a true heart of full assurance of faith. In other words, confidence because of who Jesus is, full assurance in our faith with our hearts sprinkled clean through Jesus Christ from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. So he's talking about all the results of the gospel in our lives, what God does through faith, not what we do. We didn't do any of those things. Jesus did that through our faith. He says, now let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promises faithful. In other words, guys, this is what we believe. This is the core, the gospel of what we believe. What he just said in these few verses before that, hold fast to that. Hold hard to that. Don't get bumped off from that. Hold on to it tight. In verse 24, let us consider how to stir up one another in love and good works. And that's what I meant earlier about the conspiracy towards love and good deeds. The Greek word there for consider is, it's not a casual kind of thing. To me, this passage is the opposite of the bumper sticker that says, uh, practice random acts 
of kindness, which I think is a good philosophy. Just always be on the lookout for opportunities to practice kindness. Of course, that's a good thing. But what he's saying here, the writer of Hebrews is saying is we should actually consider it too. Like plant, figure it out, spend some time thinking about it. And in the Greek word there for stir up could also be translated as like set a trap. So it's like, we're going to figure out how can I set a trap that provokes people when they encounter the little trap that I set, it provokes them towards love and good deeds. In other words, more and more like Jesus, the sanctifying work of the gospel in my life. And in verse 25, I think he answers the, where do we enter this holy place? He says, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Because Jesus said uh, in one of his gospels that when two or three are gathered in my name, in other words, in the gospel of Jesus Christ, I am there with you. God sent the Holy Spirit, the helper, to be with us. Jesus told his apostles that they would do greater things than he through the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, our bodies become the temple of God. The church as a people, not a building, the church as a people is described as the building, as the temple of God. God dwells in the temple of God, which is in his people when they are gathered together. That's the place that he's calling us to enter with a confidence in the gospel, in a confidence of what Jesus Christ did, so that we can work together in stirring and spurring and uh, one another on towards love and good deeds. In other words, more and more like Jesus and less and less like my old self and more and more like him so that who he meant for me to be in the original creation becomes who I become because of the work that other people are doing in and through me. And isn't this neat how it also fits real closely with the passage we looked at last week about how we administer God's very grace to one another. God has a work that he wants to do in you through his body at the holy place where God's people gathered. And again, that doesn't mean a church building. That doesn't necessarily mean anything uh, super like special of any kind. God has allowed us through his spirit to gather and be with him, with, with him when we are together. Jesus is the head, the church is the body. So we literally walk with Jesus when we walk together, these are some really significant things and it fits a, a, in a big way into how we've designed our church and the model that we have. Because church isn't just about sermons, it's, just, it's not just about worship songs, it's not about a stage, it's not about a list of ministries for all ages. It's about a people. It's about a new community that comes together in the name of Jesus and then his presence is there. And let's remember how often God says that when, you know, when he's present at a place, it becomes a holy place. Remember how Moses was at the burning bush and God told him to remove his sandals because the ground he was walking on was holy. 
There was nothing special about that ground. What was special was that the presence of God was there. The presence of God made it a holy place. When God's people gather together, the presence of God is there in and through the people that are there. And I think a very special and particular way that fits with this idea of how we spur one another on towards love and good deeds. So guys, I just want to encourage you in that <clears throat> I don't want us to become legalistic about it. Um, we go on vacations, things come up, there's, there's issues that happen that don't allow us to gather. But we need to make the gathering together a priority in our lives. And I don't just mean Sunday in our intentional communities or the monthly intentional gatherings, but also when we gather one-on-one or, or three together, three or four together for our intentional relationships, that's a priority in our lives. And that's one of the ways that we enter in to the holy place with confidence because of what Jesus Christ has done so that we can start considering and uh, conspiring, if you will, to stir one another up, to entrap one another, set a little trap that's going to cause somebody to provoke somebody towards love and good deeds. That's God's design for his body and how we're supposed to work together and sanctifying and growing one another to be more like him. So there's a ton more in this passage that you guys can, can dig into, but I'd love for you guys as a group to really strategize and think about how can we uh, be more faithful in this and make our gathering time more significant in each of our groups and maybe in our intentional relationships. Maybe you're in a place where, boy, I need to make this more of a priority and I need to turn back to that, really make the ministry of showing up a higher priority in my life. But guys, I really want to encourage you just through faith to take that step. Take that step of faith that God says through his word here that gathering into the holy place, not neglecting gathering together is a big deal. It's an important thing, not only to your personal walk, but to the walk of other people that you're going to impact. Every single one of you is a minister of Jesus Christ, and he has a role for you in the church, his church. And so I want you to feel that, that significance personally and that value of, okay, this is what I want. This is what I'm going to go after. And I want to be a part of his church, his kingdom, and be a part of his holy place.